All right. Welcome, everybody, to the Spectre Radio. I am your host, The Shadow. And tonight is going to be a really interesting night. Uh, There's a little bit of a change up. Some people are not feeling well, so they were not able to make it. But hopefully, I will be able to get two more guests on the show. Um, Before I go any further, I do want to make a couple of quick announcements. This hopefully will not be the only one. I do plan to do another one. So if you are interested in being a part of the next one, uh, reach out to me and I will get that taken care of and get you on. And uh, if you want to support Spectre Radio, as you know, this does tend to take money. Uh, you can get some of my merch, which the link for that merch is on my Facebook page. So stop by there and check that out. Uh, also, uh, I did not get the chance to get the uh, image up. Um, kind of ran out of time. But this show, as you've seen in the intro, is streaming on Parapost Network Central. Uh, you can get that app for free. It is available for both Android and iOS. So go out there, get the app, sign up, and start networking today. Uh, so speaking of which, you know, I do have guests here. And uh, so let's start. You know, I'm just going to go ahead as a professional courtesy. Uh, bring the first one out. This is the man behind Parapost itself, Brian Laverty. Hey, everyone. So, Thank you. Hey, Aaron. That was nice. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. And uh, the next guest, uh, I just recently met her today, and she had some you know, some interesting things to talk about. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, do that. Hello, everyone. Good to be on. Right. Well, yeah. thanks for having Thanks for responding. And, of course, you know, we can't forget that one annoying little pileup hanging between the crack, Matt Barron. <laughs> Oh venereal disease. Venereal disease. <laughs> we had a little joke behind the stage about that. I came in at the wrong time, but it's still the good, right time. Yeah, just a little bit. Um, <laughs> so I do have to put this up before I go any further because you know someone uh-huh. is bound to get their feelings hurt with the conversation and language. But here we go. So. Uh-oh. Can you put me down in the right? Can you put me down in the right corner so I could just be like a little mouse and not really respond to anything like that? <laughs> yeah, <come on. laughs> now he's right, right. next to me. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So oh, we girl. do have some people in the audience watching. You know, they want to say hi real quick. You know, Carol. Uh, thanks for uh, thanks for stopping by. Uh, if you can share this out. And uh, speaking of sharing out, uh, do check out the link in the description. I wasn't able to get every single link in the description, but check them out because they do have other. Share all the stuff out. Uh, this episode is about community, so let's show some support for everybody here. I shared to five pages oh, while, the intro, while the intro was going on. There you go. <laughs> I mean, so. I don't need you to, you know... Uh, blast this out, you know, and then get me everywhere. But, you know, if you just share to one page, huh? you'd be surprised how much that oh, Okay, well, I'll, I'll delete them on the other pages I shared. Them. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and, of course, uh, Emmy, you know, we talked about you a little bit ago, Emmy. Uh, we do hope that you feel better. Yep. Get better. Know, we'll get you on the next one. Get better. And of course, we can't forget our sister from across the pond, Liz Milner. Yeah. Yep. Thank you for stopping by, Liz. 
I will say this. How about if I can say this for a minute? Every morning, every single morning in the Huntophobia uh, uh, group chat and messenger, Liz always says hello or good morning to a lot of people in the chat. And I want to thank her for, for her doing that. That's really super nice. There's, uh-huh. it, you know what? It's funny because if I'm holding my phone and all of a sudden it goes, it starts because I always have my phone on silent. So if it starts vibrating a lot, uh-huh. I go, okay, that's Liz. Liz. And open it up, yep. and there's Liz. <laughs> yep. All right. Love that. Love Liz. And if she doesn't catch her live, she always looks, goes after and comments and posts. It's great. All right. Looks like we are going to have a couple more people on the show. So let me get them the link. Isn't that the ring of the old, the old cell phone mm-hmm. back in the day? Mm-hmm. What phone was that? I don't know so, uh, what cell phone that was. Um, the OG one, but yeah. that sound haunts my nightmares. I hear it all the time. It's like nostalgia. It's weird. Crap. Okay, I might um, go down. Mine might go down. I hope I, go down. I might go down. When oh, I start hearing ringing in my ear, I might go down. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I just sent out the link for two more guests. So this certainly to be a little bit more interesting. Um, but real quick, um, let's uh, tell some of our viewers, you know, a little bit about yourself. So we'll, you know, as a gentleman, we'll start off with Suzette. Yes. Oh, here we go. I agree. I agree. <laughs> So, um, so I'm um, Suzette. Um, I had um, per, uh, I have a, a podcast, Paranormal Happy Hour, um, and I've actually have a paranormal group, CMPS, that has been formed since 2004 and still going strong. All right. Um, and we just had a new guest pop in, Donna Sassy Partlow, host of Echoes in the Wind. Um, yeah, we're just kind of going, uh, doing a little bit and telling a little bit about ourselves real quick before we actually get into the meat of the conversation. So Donna, would you like to say something about yourself? I'm Donna, um, host on Echoes in the Wind and I'm a psychic medium, clairvoyant and a list. And I also work with Grizzly on cold cases. All right. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. Very cool. I'm on his team. I've been on the team for a little bit. Awesome. Right. Very nice. All right. <laughs> You've got me. Yeah, that's that's the sound. I can still hear it too. <laughs> I can still and, hear it. I don't usually and, throw Grizzly out there, but he told me I could. So. And you know, I know we kind of threw a little pot shot at Matt, so I will let you give a little bit about yourself real quick. Oh shit. Uh, <laughs> I am Matt Barron, paranormal consultant. Um, you can find me pretty much everywhere, as Brian likes to say, any podcast. Yep. Yep. Um, <laughs> I host my own show, Paraverse Podcast. I'm also one of the directors. There's the other one of the Global Coast Hunt. Um, proudly, proudly. I have to throw that in. And I'm also one of the co hosts of the GGH Labs. <laughs> 
last but certainly not least, Brian, let's hear a little bit about you. There you go. Matt's a panel whore. Proudly. <laughs> Proudly. Thank you. Um, oh, where to begin? Where to begin? Um, begin. My uh, my group name for paranormal investigations is Hauntophobia, uh, which is really not a group. It's just me. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Hauntophobia, you can find it anywhere on social media. I also own Parapost Network, the app. So if you, as Aaron did or said at the beginning of the show, if you want to download that, you can download it through iOS or Android. I also own the page Parapost Network Central, as we're on right now. And Parapost International, which is, I want to give this shout out because we want to get more teams on or more vodcasts on to that page. If you are outside of North America and if you want to get on to another page to help you grow, give us a message over on uh, Parapost Network and we'll get you on that page. Um, if you're outside of North America, I know there are some people on there from North America. But we're mm -hmm. still trying to grow that page. So I forgot yeah. to say that. I'm on Parapost. <laughs> I forgot to <laughs> yeah. say that. And Donna is on Parapost. She just uh, came to Parapost, what, three weeks ago, two weeks ago? Um, Probably about a month. I yeah. Think. Okay. So, uh, yeah. And uh, obviously, I have a vodcast that's usually on every week or every other week. It's called Through the Lens. That's on Sundays at 4 p.m. Eastern. And I will be having a show this weekend on Sunday, and I am going to be interviewing. He's a famous guy. He's a real famous guy, and that would be Victor Santiago. I'm going Ooh. to be inter I'm going to be interviewing him this weekend. Um, I'm trying to get outside the scope of just paranormal, so uh -huh. I'm going to be doing other things as well. Um, just not paranormal anymore. It's through the lens, so anything that uh, would be in front of a camera. I'm going to try to uh, bring them on and interview them. So I think that's about it. Oh, one more one. One more. <laughs> the oh. biggest one. I oh. forgot. And that's Global Ghost Hunt. Uh, yeah, never heard of I am I am associated with Global <laughs> Ghost Hunt. And, uh, yeah. So uh, and just to let everybody know after this show, I don't know what time it is. What is the time for tonight's show? So Nine, after this, well, it depends on when this is done. Yeah. After this, <laughs> yeah. we're going to be doing a GGH live yep. because we have some surprises uh, that everybody's really going to be intrigued about and really happy about. So, yeah, that's it. No more. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anybody want to answer this question real quick? Don't look at me. <laughs> I know I'm the usual suspect, but don't look at me. <laughs> Um, um yeah. I don't know. I don't know what no. I mean, what kind of meds are you on? Yes. Right. Can can you share? <laughs> um I will say out of just for the sake of nostalgia and Don Vic, respect the Don. Yeah, respect the Don. And I am gonna I am gonna if you didn't see his show last night, Don is going to be bringing out it's going to be part of his show, the Don Vic show, obviously. But he's gonna be starting um I don't know when it's starting. But it's starting soon. It's uh, he's going to have a showdown, and it's going to be singers. And if you sing, if you lip sync, doesn't matter. Um, he's going to be having a contest of uh, if you lip sync or oh. lip sync or sing, you can come mm -hmm. on a show, and you're going to battle someone else. 
Oh wow! And then there's going to be judges. I'm going to be I'm going to be one of the judges on one of the shows. So just call me Sa- Simon Cowell during that yeah. show. So uh, yeah, so AKA Simon Cowell. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that should be fun. Um, I don't know when that's going to start, but uh, hopefully soon because I think that's going to be a lot of fun. Something different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Well, okay. So I now that we kind of got out that taken care of, and uh, I'm sure a lot of people are kind of waiting to see where this show goes because I did mention that this would be kind of a trial by fire, and uh, I do intend to stir the pot a little bit, Mm-mm. you know, and mm-hmm. there will be some questions about certain topics in the paranormal, but really the main idea is to. Uh, pr- promote the idea of para unity because for me para unity has become something of a cliche it's kind of become you know played out and I, that bothers me because i really like the idea the problem is that i see a lot of people think that para unity means you have to agree on everything which it doesn't no uh, if there's no disagreement if there's no you know opposing thought then there's no inspiration to take the field to the next level and i kind of want to inspire that in people with this show and you know, hopefully with future episodes of Consortium of Shadow. Um, with that being said, what are some of the, uh, the best way to describe this? What are some of the issues that you've seen that happen in the field that don't need to happen that causes unnecessary division or contention? What's the one thing that you see as being the most problematic where you're from your perspective? And we'll go ahead and start with Donna on this one. Mm. What do I see in the field? Yeah, what's the biggest Uh problem that you see in the field? I'll skip. Go to Matt. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Apparently, we're going to treat this like truth, dare, double dare, promise, or repeat. So, Matt, you're next. Uh, You know, I've said this for a while, and um, actually, we just about it on my show ego 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 mm-hmm. ego everybody is after i wouldn't say everybody but a lot of people are after themselves mm-hmm. you know we all see the shows i think a lot of us have some sort of connection with the show whether it be you know starting out or the motivation to go out and investigate but what a lot of people fail to realize is these shows takes a lot of time a lot of effort, a lot of money. And on top of that, you're talking one in a million chance of it even mm-hmm. happening to you. Look at yeah. look at baseball players or any type of athletes. To go to the big leagues, the professionals to get paid for it, not everybody's gonna do it. Mm-hmm. it, it you know, it's it's who you know. And you know, they, they get the idea in their head that they're gonna be the next, you know, ghost hunters. I won't mention that one. Not my show. I'm not going to mention that. <laughs> but they're going to be the next TV star, and it's it's the likelihood of that. Sorry, guys, not going to happen. We are in a field of spending money, not making it. If it happens, if you have the opportunity to do it, great. You know, this field would be so much better if people would just forget about a piece of paper and realize why you're in this field. Why did you start being in this field? And that's it's simple to get answers what happens after death that's the big question and it's not going to take you know just brian you know suzette donna aaron myself anybody in this chat it's not going to take one of us it's going to take all of us and when we start thinking like that 
the field's going to get so much better. You know, if you don't like somebody, go away. Go somewhere else. Yeah. Watch another show. Go to another, you know, podcast. You know, just, right. There's no need for the, the nitpicking. There really isn't. But, right. you know, we're, you're in this for the right reasons if you can work together. And it's and I use the analogy, the paranormal is like a big jigsaw puzzle. It's going to take every single unique piece to make that picture happen. Mm-hmm. Well right. said. Um, I'm off my soapbox. <laughs> I mean, I honestly agree with Matt because I experienced it hand on and still experiencing it. There's a lot of people that not necessarily are jealous, but they want to, they, they expect to be instantly recognized. Um, and it's just, you know, they either say negative comments or, you know, try to, in a way, not degrade you, but try to just um, try to overtake your position in the paranormal field. So I would definitely, you know, and and like Matt said, it's not if for the people that think, oh, you know, I'm going to instantly be on a TV show. You know, it's very hard. I mean, you know, you just have to you really have to love the reason why I'm in this is I really love what I'm doing. And I don't, I don't care if, you know, a million people see me or one person sees me. It's just, you know, it's really what I love to do. So. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, Brian. Yeah. And, you know, with going off with what everybody else has said, I think the biggest problem is a lot of these people pick up a camera and they think they're going to be the next TV star. Uh, unfortunately it doesn't work that way. I, I honestly think there's an inner competition between all of us. Um, I, I think that's a big thing. Um, not, I'm not saying us, I'm just generally speaking. I think everybody, um, in some way inside themselves think this is a competition who's going to get the best evidence. Um, my third thing, my third thing is, um, and this, again, this is my only, this is my opinion. Um, I think there's a lot of investigators out there not knowledgeable about the field. Right. And um, I don't know how many times I see pictures. I don't know how many times I see videos of things that are not there that they automatically assume that there are. And then right. what happens is everybody starts making comments and it's not necessarily positive comments. And that's where the drama starts coming in that you attacked me because I captured something and it happens all the time. I don't know Mm -hmm. how many times, like I saw, I saw a picture last week and this person automatically assumed that it was an orb. Well, you should have saw all the negative comments that was in that picture because this person that posted the picture wasn't knowledgeable on what a real orb is. If, right. if you're standing in a room, I'm just using that as an example, okay? So, mm-hmm. um, but, so I've seen a video where somebody posted and they were sitting in a room and they had the camera and it was, the light was off and the light was shining and there was thousands and thousands of dust particles. And they automatically assumed that was orbs. Now, the problem is, the problem is, 
I don't care if you post the video. If you believe that's what it is, that's your that's that's completely up to you. The problem is you have everybody in the comments making s- so many negative comments and right. and that's where the drama starts. That's where the fighting starts because there could be a comment in there that somebody you know that you got offended by and then they go to somebody else and say, "Oh, you should have seen what this person said." You know, uh, it's, it's a lot of it is not being knowledgeable in the field, not knowing what you're talking about. Um, you haven't taken the time to do your research to find out, to find out whatever it may be. You know, um, I see that a lot, but the biggest thing I see is the inner competition with everyone who has the best evidence. Um, I captured this. I captured this. I captured this. You know what? At the end of the day, and I've heard Matt say this a number of times, we're all after the same thing. We're all after the same thing. We want to capture that evidence because we want to prove that there's, you know, life after death, I guess. And, and, but um, I know a lot of people say ego, but I don't know if it's necessarily just ego. I think there's so many factors that um, are intertwined with 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 this that you right. just can't place it on ego. You just can't place it on this. You just can't place it on this. It's several different reasons why this right. happens. And, and then on top of that, um, you just have a lot of people that I think, and this is going to probably sound funny, but then you have a lot of people that are just bored and have nothing else to do and want to make fun of somebody else. Mm-hmm. Well, I agree. And, and that's in any field, to be honest. Yeah. I, I've been in the acting field. Uh, I was in the acting field when I was in my 20s. I've been back in the acting field for the last four years. And you guys thought it was bad in the paranormal field. It's just as bad in the acting field. Mm-hmm. And that's what I said to on Matt's show today, that it's just not in our field. It's in mm-hmm. every single field out there. You always yeah. have inner fights in offices. You mm-hmm. always have drama in offices. So I know, I know for us personally, it sticks out because we're in the field and we see it all the time. But if you guys were in you know, another field that you're passionate about, I'm sure it'd be the same thing. Like I recently heard, and I don't know if this is true or not, but I heard it's just as bad in the cryptic field as well. Oh, yeah. You know, so, and that's my point. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. But, Mm -hmm. you know, shows like this, it's networks like Parapost and Paralinks that that are trying to bring these groups together to not fight. It's about sharing, and that's why I built Parapost Network, the app, so people can communicate with each other and share each other's pictures and videos, you know? Mm -hmm. But it's this inner competition that doesn't seem to want to stop. And I don't even think sometimes people realize they're doing it, to be honest. So that's my opinion. It was long-winded, but got my (laughs) point across. (laughs) Ghana, you want to try to get back on that? Would you agree? Would you agree? I agree with all of it. I mean, you know, Mm. I agree with everybody, what everybody said right off the bat. All right. Yep. 
I mean, you're not going to get fame here. I do what I do because I love what I do. That's it. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Well, and, and if I could just piggyback off of, of Brian here, you know, here's the thing that I think a lot of people forget in these in these paranormal investigators, whether you're cryptid, you UFO, paranormal, whatever. You got to understand when you start posting stuff on the para posts, the para links, your own pages. Obviously, you're going to get some feedback, good or bad. You have to be open to that. Just because, like with the orbs. Sorry, every time, unless there's something really credible with it, I'm going to call it dust. That's mm-hmm. just how mm-hmm. my brain works. That's how I work. Um, I will try to debunk things. You have to be open to criticism. And if you're right. going to give criticism, be constructive about it. Don't be destructive. Yeah. You know, we're supposed to work together because maybe there is something that is on that video that can make or break a piece of evidence. One a key example is I was shown a piece of evidence from the USS North Carolina. Perfect would be a full-bodied apparition. That was the claim. And it was a great catch. Absolutely great. Until I started digging and I realized it was our tour guide. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you, you have to be open to that. You have to, especially if you're putting it on social media. Right. Well, you know, and that's one of the things that I've seen with a lot of these people. Um, the ones that usually end up talking the most negative are the ones that are just out trying to get YouTube click and don't really know the field at all. Because, um, you know, you go on YouTube and you type in uh, uh, paranormal capture. There are millions of them. And granted, most of them, you can clearly see that it's been fake, it's been doctored, whatever. And the ones that are like genuine and, le- and legit tend to get lost in all that. And that, when you get lost in that and somebody sees it, they automatically assume that it is just like everybody else that's fake. Well, if you're that convinced, Go out there and prove it wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of talking about it, prove it wrong. And, you know, a lot of times people, they do that and they they end up finding that it was real, but their own pride got in the way and they don't want to admit it. So they end up holding out to their position of believing that it's fake. What would, how, how would you help people who do have real paranormal evidence get out there and become known. And uh, I'll start with you on that one, Brian. Uh, join Inside the Global Parable. Ghost Hunt. Join Global Ghost Hunt. Saw that there you go. a mile away. <laughs> no, it's you're just, right. You're right. You know what? It's as simple as that. Like you want to get into a, if you want to get your evidence out there, you want to get your team in, get, uh, out there, join a event, join something that is going to get your team out there. It's going to get it known. And I, you know, I was kidding about Global Ghost Hunt, but, you know, there's a lot of events out there. There's a lot of things going on. There's Paracons out there. Go out there and get noticed. If you, if this is what you're really after, this is what you really need to do. So, you know, you got to go to the Paracons. You got to join like a Global Ghost Hunt. You got to be in the pages. You got to be in the YouTube talking to people, getting information, uh, whatever it may be. Um, but I think the problem is that people put up a picture and they automatically think they're going to be famous. And it just, unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. But um, that's what I would do. That's what I do now. 
you know i'm i'm in rooms i'm talking to people um and i know i'm a little bit different because i've created things that help people but you know um do something like that create something that everybody's going to get involved you know so yeah that would be my suggestion yeah if that's answering your question (laughs) it does you know um uh that Um, I would say, you know, like, like, start sharing your experiences, go live, you know, know, either on Facebook, YouTube, um, have people see you go out there. Definitely, there are a lot of events out there now um, that you could actually join, do investigations with. um, But definitely, yeah, share your experiences. All right. Donna? Well, I've never done investigations dying on um, my bulldog, you know, bulldogs, Brian. I do. I do. <laughs> Mine was just barking a little while ago. Um, I don't, I've never done one on soil and I, I'm dying to do one on soil. Right. I do them. Hmm. Um, I've done a lot with Liz Milne remotely. And I mean, I've seen things. I take a lot of pictures. There she is. Um, I think I've seen things with her, but mostly not only I've seen things and taken pictures, like she's got tons of pictures that I've taken for her. Um, but I go off my gifts. And when I feel it, I tell her, turn the camera. You know what I mean? I'll say, turn the camera this way, turn the camera that way. And the things that we catch is unbelievable, the pictures that Liz has. I don't have mine because my Facebook and everything was taken down, and I lost everything that I had. But Liz still has a lot. You know, I know Liz was making a little bit of a joke there. She said, "Collab, collab with Emmy. Do that. Collab with mm-hmm. other teams. Mm-hmm. Call here's yeah. a team that you really like that's in your area. Yep. Send them a message. Collab with them. Work with them. Learn from them. They might learn from you. You know, mm-hmm. that's how you're gonna get yourself out there. That's what I did when I first right. started Huntophobia. I was collabing with with people. I don't have anybody around here though to collab with. So I mean, I'm up in Massachusetts and there's nobody up here. So that's why I go on with other people. And I was doing a lot with Liz. I've been on with Pete. I've taken, um, I got him a good shot that he showed. He was on my um, show mm, and he right. put it up. Oh, somebody was on the show and he put the picture up that I caught for him. And he thought it was one spirit and there was like five in that picture. But. All right. Matt. Well, first and foremost, do whatever you're passionate about. Mm-hmm. That's number one. People will pick up on that right away, whether it's these podcasts, whether it's an investigation and whatnot. People will see whether you really appreciate and respect the field or if you really don't. So mm-hmm. that's number one. Right. Two, absolutely collaborate, network. You know, that's how I started out. You know, thanks to, you know, Scott. Scott Morton from Wasp. He he contacted me, and then it was just a snowball effect. 
And right. I met all you guys. And I met, yep. you know, a lot of different people. And we collabed on that. We collabed on that show that we did for Women, women Investigate too. Which we're yep. still waiting for. We're going to start working on that part too. <laughs> but no, just keep doing it and have fun with it. And honestly, you know, like I said before, who cares if somebody's negative towards you? Who cares? Just keep right. doing it. If you're passionate about it, keep doing it. If you question somebody about it, reach out. Reach out and say, hey, you know, how did you mean this? You know, and have respect for each other. Work together. You know, that's that's how you're going to be recognized. Like, right. Be different by being yourself. I mean, that's that's 100% what I do. Like, there's, there's no real secret. <laughs> I am who I am, whether I'm on camera or off camera. Right. And, mm-hmm. you know, that will that will go forward. You will see it. And uh, look at, you know, like I said, just be you. Right. Yep. I always, you know, I don't know how many times I've actually spoken to somebody. And, you know, over the last year and a half, I've had to grow a very, you know, like a stone. Like over the last year, like when I first started the Global Ghost Hunt, um, Matt knows, I don't know people in the room know. But when I first started the Global Ghost Hunt, I was getting a lot of negative messages. (laughs) Like I was like some of them were even like almost death threats. Yeah for me starting the global ghost hunt and you know over time i had to learn how to tune those people out so my my suggestion would be to people is if you're putting up a post believe in that post you're putting up ignore the comments ignore the nasty comments move on to the positive comments because you're going to have positive comments too you got to learn how to ignore the negativity that people are throwing at you. It took me a long time to learn that, especially over this last year and a half. And, and I'm like, you guys might think, okay, well that's weird, but it's true. I was getting death threats at the beginning when I started global ghost hunt and it was scary and I didn't know what to do. And I eventually had to say, you know what? I just got to put that negative crap aside and not even pay attention to it anymore because that's right. what you need to do. So, well, we were just talking about you, Vic. And, uh, yeah, you should have heard the shit they were saying about you. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, we did, they did give your show a shout out in your, uh, yeah. showdown. So, uh, we are trying to get you out there as well. Um, so let's kind of kick things up a notch and, Start stirring the pot a little bit. Uh, hold on, wait, wait, hold on. Get my sleeves are up. There we go. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> sleeves are up. All right. So, <laughs> as you know, every the, the field has so many different ideas and theories and practices out there, and some of them have been known to just be, you know, um, pretty out there, and others are definitely on point. But it's always that schism. And ideas, you know, you have people that prefer just SB7, some that prefer the Estes method. Uh, you have people that uh, believe in uh, Ouija board and scrying. You have people that don't. So we'll start off with the Ouija board. Um, we, you know, we've all heard the stories about how people have gotten into trouble with it. Uh, that, it, you know, we've heard the accusations of demonic elements attached to it. What is your position on this? And would you recommend people using it or not? And uh, I will start with Suzette. 
Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) I actually had a bad, well, I actually had, um, I just shared with Aaron, I actually had a bad experience with it um, Mm. when I was, you know, I was at trying to reach out to one of my family members and it was just a close friend of mine and myself. I didn't even know even how to work it, um, but we just started tampering with it and it wasn't a family member. I, I sincerely believe it was a negative, something negative, uh, but it came through and it just stayed with me. And I felt, I then I felt really negative thoughts, you know, like even like my animals were getting sick around me. It was very um, negative, um, but fortunately, I was able to, you know, I I had a close friend of mine. She was able to close the portal, and we got rid of the negative energy. Whether or not I would use it again, I I feel that I've heard a lot of positive things about the Ouija board, and I would if I had experience enough or if I had somebody that had experience, I would try it. Um, but yeah, I, I just feel that if you don't know what you're doing, um, you should just um, not work with it. Right. Um, Matt. Yeah, I, I have to agree with Suzette. You know, it's, it, it can be quite dangerous if used incorrectly. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's a tool. It is 100% a tool in the paranormal field, whether you believe in it or not, just like an SV7 being a broken radio. (laughs) Had to give that shot. Yeah, Um, of course you did. (laughs) Why am I not surprised? It's me. (laughs) But it it, it is how you use it. Everything has intent. No matter whether it's an SV7, Ouija board, recorder, camera, it doesn't matter. It's all intent. Um, I feel like if you know what you're doing and how to handle it properly and use it correctly, it can be a good tool incorrectly or not being confident in it. I've always described it's like ripping your, the front of your house off, putting all your valuables right in the living room and going on vacation for a week or two. When you get back, you've got no idea who or what is in that house. Right. And, you know, that's where it becomes sketchy because you never know who or what you are talking to. Now, can it be a thing to summon demonics? Likelihood, no. They'll probably just laugh at you if there are any around. Um, I think a lot of it, and Brian has said this before, the Ouija board has gotten a lot of hype from Hollywood. And let's be honest, guys, you know, whether it's paranormal activity, the movie, conjuring, whatever, they play that stuff up. The likelihood of us going out and seeing that kind of crap, few and far between, you know. So I would just say if you're going to use it, do your research, get with people who know how to properly use it, cleanse it, you know, close the session now and do it the correct way. Don't just run out there, you know, to your local cemetery with a board and just start, you know, asking random ass questions. Right. Well, Brian. Uh, I'm going to be the I'm going to be the bad guy here. Um, And my my personal feeling is and, 
you know, if you're going to use the Ouija board, by all means, go ahead and do it. Me personally, it was a toy, but it was a toy built by Mattel. I don't believe in the Ouija board. I don't think the Ouija board has anything to do with the paranormal. I think Hollywood has glorified the Ouija board with movies. Mm -hmm. um, I remember there was a video that was out a number of years ago on YouTube that really glorified the Ouija board. And uh, obviously the video was fake. Uh, they made it look like there was a, something demonic came out of the board and the Ouija board just went crazy after that. And with some of the movies, me personally, I wouldn't use a Ouija board. I don't judge anybody for using the Ouija board. If they want to use it, by all means, go ahead and use it. Uh, that's completely up to you. Um, if you believe in the Ouija board, that's fine. Um, I think personally, the Ouija board can be so easily manipulated that um, how do you know what's real and what's not? You know what I mean? Um, <clears throat> Uh, right. I know the energy that's coming out of your body has a lot to do with moves, moving the pendulum. And I think that's the only reason why it's moving because your body, your mind, they actually say the mind, not your fingers, your mind is moving that pendulum and moving it to the yes or no or what you're, whatever you want the answer to be. Um, and that's what it's doing. Because if you ask a question and there's a circle of you, everybody's going to be thinking of the same answer. Soon as they say, who is here? What's your name? Everybody's going to be thinking the same thing. So that energy is going to go through that pendulum and, you know, it's going to move. But me personally, I think it's just, I think it's just a toy that Mattel, I think it's Mattel that built it, right? Is it Mattel? Yeah. 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 So, yeah Mattel bro. What's, yeah, I can or it might have been Hasbro, I think it might have been. But anyways, it doesn't matter. But, yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So that's my personal feelings. But, again, I'm just going to go back to the say, if you want to use it, by all means, go ahead and use it. If you believe in it, by all means, go ahead and believe in it. To me, right. I, it's like <clears throat> it's like the, um, the Ghost Tube app. Oh, gosh. <clears throat> Sorry. I uh, <laughs> uh, like um, some people. Some people, especially on TikTok, live and die with the Ghost Tube app. I think it's nothing but crap, to be honest. Mm -hmm. And and uh, but you know, trying to tell somebody that there was somebody on uh, Instagram, and uh, he put it up there. He put something up there. A lot of people had a lot of different comments. And they were just shooting back at them. Prove it. Prove that it's not real. You know, but mm -hmm. anyways, it is what it is. But for me personally, the Ouija board, again, I would never use it. I have no interest in using it. So right. that would be my answer. So. All right. Donna, you and I have talked about this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, Ouija board. Personally, I won't touch it with a 10-foot pole. But that's not me saying if somebody else had the knowledge, knows what they're doing, knows how to open it, knows how to close it, you know, it's a tool. Right. But 
I just did a show. What's it like growing up with a mom as a psychic medium? I had my daughter on because she asked. That me. sounds like a good show. Yeah, actually. check it out. That's a nice check show. It That's it. Out. Is that a show? Yeah, I did it. I did oh, okay. it because my daughter, we did a show. And then my daughter asked me, she called me up right after the show. She said, well, Ma, how come you didn't say, you know, when I went against what you were saying when I was younger, like she was 18. And I said, because I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't shove anything in your face or behind your back. I wouldn't do that. You right. know, she, she knew growing up. Anyway, so I said, well, why don't we do a show? She's never seen a podcast. She's never been on a podcast. And that was her first time. So I said, we'll do a show. And actually, we did it the very next day. So she didn't chicken out. <laughs> What's it like yeah. growing up with a mom as a psychic medium? So she came on. And I'll tell you what, I nearly died. Because a lot of stuff came out of her mouth that I did not know. And she messed with a Ouija board at 12 years old. And I said, you did what? Now, I knew she was messing with other things and changed their eye color. We won't get into that. You know, I don't know, Suzette. I'm getting a little energy off of you. <laughs> so I think you are like me because I feel yeah. your energy. I mean, I've been feeling your energy as soon as I popped on here. I didn't know you went to Massachusetts. Yeah. Yep. But I do feel your energy. As soon as I popped on, I can, I can feel energy. I felt yours. But anyway, my daughter Boston said she messed Boston. with a Ouija board. Huh? Boston note Boston. There you go, right? <laughs> so um, she said she was at her. She didn't do it in my house, though, Brian. <laughs> She didn't do it in my house. Thank God, because I would have choked her. Even though she's in Florida and she's older now, like, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, she went to her friend's house. And her friend pulled out a Ouija board. And all of a sudden, she was telling me her friend pulled it out. They started messing with it. And something happened. And it scared the bejesus out of her. And she left. And I said, did you guys close the door? Ma, we were kids. We don't know. I'm like, holy shit. If you would have brought something to my house, I would have choked you. <laughs> you know, but she's like, Ma, it was at her house. I said, don't you know, you were born with gifts. You are very gifted. You still could have brought it home. We are beacon lights. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it, it still could have followed you home. Even though it was at her house. Yeah, it probably did stay there. But, you know, right. who's to say? So when she told me that, I kind of flipped. But anyway, <laughs> I wouldn't touch a Ouija board. But I don't put nobody down for using one as long as they use it the right way. They know what they're doing. You know what I mean? I mean, my husband walked in the house one day, my ex-husband, with a Ouija board underneath his arm. And I said, uh, turn around. Walk out, put it in the dumpster, or go get your money back. And it's true, like like Brian's saying, you buy it at a toy store. People yeah. think it's a toy, but it's really not a toy. I've seen bad stuff from those things. So 
So that's why I'm so against them. And Brian, you're muted. Not to interrupt. I told them straight out. You either <laughs> Sorry. put it in that dumpster or go all the way back and get your money back. Let me ask you a question, Donna. But he wasn't bringing it in my house. Let me ask you a question. Was uh -huh. it the Ouija board that actually caused the problem? Or the people that were using it did that manifested it on their own, not necessarily with the Ouija board? It was just because honestly, because I honestly think that if you're using a Ouija board and yeah. you're trying to get answers, you're trying to get whatever the questions, the answers, whatever, not necessarily coming from the Ouija board, it's coming from within yourself. Well, that's manifesting no, that particular, which could said, be manifesting mm -hmm. that particular situation. I get what you're saying, but at yeah. the same time, <laughs> you'll see if you watch the show. She says that they ask stupid questions like the kids, they're 12. You know, what's yeah. my boob size going to be when I'm older? You know what I mean? Those are the questions. She said well, it out loud. Those are questions I want to know too when I was yeah. 12. <laughs> this, is, this is questions that they ask, you know. Yeah. And Kimmy was there. Kimmy was because she's my host on the show, right? My, yeah. she, mm -hmm. we do it together. So, um, and that was the kind of questions they were asking. Oh, what's my boob size going to be when I'm older? Like stupid teenage, preteen, I should say. They're 12. Mm -hmm. Asking these questions. But then it started moving and something else. Doc came out while they were asking these stupid questions. And that's when they stopped. They were just asking stupid questions. They weren't asking, you know, crazy Why'd my candle go out? What the hell? What the hell? Huh. I don't like that. You know, Brian said something too that is actually really We're talking good. about that and my candle just went out. <laughs> I got two protection candles here and I swear to God, my white candle just went out. By yourself, we just went out. See what I'm saying? I don't you know, like it. You know, Brian did bring up a really good point, though. And it, that's the human error. In it. You know, I mean, for did me. Did you feel, Suzanne, when my candle went out? Honestly. Uh... <laughs> talking about that and my candle just went out. My candles have never gone out. Yeah. I mean, I'm being honest. I'm being honest. I'm not trying to cut you off, Matt. I'm mm, sorry. Mm, I'm mm. not trying to cut you off. But what do you feel? You're, you're like me. What do you mm -hmm. feel when we talked about that and what happened? They were talking stupid stuff like mm -hmm. what size, this, that, and the other boy stuff. Like dumb. And that dark person came out and that candle just blew out by yourself. I'm not near it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I actually had. saw it. Yeah. You saw it go out. Yeah. That's a little weird. I mean, I've never had that. And my dog now, this 40-something pound bulldog is behind my back. Well, that's freaky. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. But go ahead, Matt. I'm sorry. Oh, no, you're fine. Don't, trust me, Donna. I, after how long have we known each other? Yeah. <laughs> that trust just me. freaked me out. I know how you how you ladies are up there. I know I mean, exactly. I know how it is. And but, we, your wife's the same way. She can feel energy, right? 
Mm-hmm. Exactly. No, I to me it it's a human error plays a huge role in it. It, it can be manipulated. Diamond, so to me, if you want to, if you want to use it for like paranormal evidence, take the human error out of it. Go. Let the planchette just sit right in the middle of the board, and if it moves, great. You know, I, mean, it, I would I would be more willing go, to accept go. it as evidence if the planchette is sitting right in the middle of the board, and mm. people hold the board itself. Nobody's touching the planchette. Nobody's touching. You know, you can see legs, you can see the feet, you can see there's zero human error on it. You're still putting your energy into it, and the planchette moves. Yeah, show me that, and show me that, then I might change my mind. Yep. So, I mean, to me, it's it, it's just like with the orbs. There has to be something to validate these responses. And right. to me, when you when you start manipulating a, a, a tool, no matter what it is, you're you're it's contamination it's, it's not credible evidence to me and now i'm not saying it's it there people are doing it on purpose that i mean they could be they could be honest people they could be getting legit responses absolutely but again this is that where the constructive criticism comes into effect you have to think outside the box when i present evidence i look at it from a third party how would everybody else look at this it could be the greatest capture in the world somebody's going to break it down and that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to break it down to make sure whether it's an EVP or something like this, mm-hmm. you know, you, you have to, you have to take human error out of the equation for it to, for me to be considered evidence. Mm. I think that's what I, I, I'm, you know, I brought up this point before, I think it was sometime last year. Um, that point of, if somebody's using a board <coughs> not to touch the pendulum and just let it sit on its own and then everybody puts their hand on the table yes not necessarily the board and if it moves hey listen i'll change my mind really really quickly on uh on the ouija board but as it stands right now it's way too easy to manipulate um for me personally uh i've been i've seen situations where um, I've been there. I've been around it, and I, you could easily see that somebody was moving it. Right. So well, if you, something like that happened, you'd be changing more than just your mind. But I guarantee anybody see that planchette moving without being touched, no underwear could have stayed clean. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'd be I, laughing, so it'd be for another reason. I I, I can see them actually stopping. And not doing it anymore. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, I mean, this is kind of connected to what you know, what you said earlier about you know uh, people per, uh, projection. Uh, one of the things that you know I've always wondered with some of these location, you know, uh, not it kind of falls in line with the PK entity, but this is more of the egregore, where you get so many people going to the same locations over and over, and they're all expecting that same thing, that that kind of anticipation or expectation. What do you think is the likelihood that that is making these hauntings stay or continue to happen? That is really just the physical manifestation of what people are looking for when they get to these locations. Mm. Good question. That's a good one. And, uh, you know, I'll just go ahead and start with you, Matt. Well, I love using the example of Penhurst because, number one, it's recent. And number two, I think everybody has heard of Penhurst. 
we've seen it on the shows. It promotes itself to be something big, nasty, scary. And I'll be honest, I, I think a lot of the hype is really putting a damper and a bad vibe on the location. Because right. you like the Wicked Queen and I, when we went there, we were all set and ready to go. Like I was sitting there, sleeves rolled up, like let's have some fun. I want to get scratched. I want, you know what I mean? I want mm -hmm. to be attacked. I want the that evidence, especially it was going to be for the global ghost hunt for the first event. I, I wanted, you know, badass. I wanted top of the line. <laughs> Doing my research and actually listening as they walk through and talk about it, I changed my whole tune. I went from let's get attacked to let's just talk. And, you know, the spirits there, they get, they were tortured in life. I mean, it was terrible, right. the conditions. And I've said this before, you know, it it put a whole new perspective on it. it. It was no longer, you know, this big badass place. It was sympathy and compassion I felt for these spirits. You know, and I realized that the, the scratching that these people were getting, that's not them attacking them. That's them trying to get their attention because a lot of them were nonverbal, the patients. Yeah. And that's how they, you know, got connected with the, with people, with the workers. So it was more, if you need to scratch me to get my attention, let go ahead. I, I, I won't be scared of it. And uh, we saw it with the Wicked Queen. She, she did a great job investigating and connecting with these spirits. And I think, you know, we go to these places and we hear the stories, we see them on the shows, and we do, we get that mindset. But we forget, sometimes they just don't want to talk to us. Maybe they don't like us. Maybe there's something about our energy, our personality, um, or maybe they're just tired of hearing the same old questions. Like I've said this on my show. I wouldn't be, a, I, wouldn't, I would hate to be a spirit at a haunted location and hear every day, who are you? What is your name? What are yeah. you doing here? You know, how many of you are here? You know, I get tired of that same routine and it gets boring for me. I go in and I, I just start asking questions like, what's your favorite food? What's your shoe size? Cake or pie, Brian? But, um, you know, I, I start asking, you know, just the most red velvet, food. red velvet. Yeah, yeah. We <laughs> but, you know, you start, you, you have to think outside the box. And I think us as investigators, we have to. That is our job. Our job is not to go in and ask the same routine questions. I mean, obviously, introduce yourself, find out who you're speaking with, but don't ask the regular stuff. Think, you know, use your personality, use, use your creativity to, to challenge these spirits to talk to you. It's just like these shows. You know, we're, we're not going to go on and, you know, have a list of different things that we're going to go in and ask the question, check it off. No. Ask something different. What's the weather like? What's it like to die? I've asked that. I asked that on both investigations, Voodoo Authentic and Penhurst. You know, and you'll be amazed at the responses you'll get. Yeah. Well, uh, Donna. I'm what sorry. Are your well, go ahead. What are your thoughts? Yeah, what are your thoughts about, you know, uh, the possibility for, you know, when people go to these locations with certain expectations, that they're manifesting that expectation rather than getting real paranormal evidence. Do you think that's a possibility? You mean them going in and manifesting something? And yeah, yeah. Because I mean, like one of the things that you know, um, I'll just kind of give a real quick example. There's a place not far from where I live where 
there was this haunting where people would find eyeballs on the sink and uh, help me written in blood on the mirror. Well, this went on for like 30 years and it still goes on today. I finally came across in my research that about uh, five years prior to the beginning of that urban legend, a guy wrote an article about how he pulled a prank at that park, taking fish eyes and put them on the sink and then wrote, help me in fish blood. And all these paranormal evidence that were happening were the psychic manifestation of everybody going there with the idea, there is a spirit here, there is a spirit here, there is a spirit here. And that actually creates the paranormal event. The origin had nothing to do with it. So the, the, the ghost technically never existed in human form or spirit form. So, I mean, what, I mean how, what do you think is the likelihood of that happening with most of these locations people investigate? No, I think, I mean, if something's there, something's there, if, I mean, I think you can manifest something, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Anybody can manifest something, especially when it depends how many people are there. Right. But something that crazy with eyeballs on the sink and blood, I, I think that's a little I mean, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like I said, it all started out as a prank with fish eyes yeah. and fish blood. But I mean, ever since then, it just grew into something. And all the paranormal events, I think, I, I really believe it's an egregore rather than an actual spirit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, you can manifest something. Over time, people manifesting something, but... Mm. As far as, I mean, if spirits are there, I wouldn't tell anybody to scratch me or anything, Matt. <laughs> I wouldn't ask nobody, hey, scratch me, bite me. No. Hey, no. that's good evidence to me. If I'm or, up against the wall. The other thing go. is, I, I've heard people say, oh, use my energy. It's like, are you crazy? No, you ain't using my energy. I wouldn't do that. Right. I mean, that's like psycho. No, you ain't scratching me, bite me. No, back off. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's possible that you can manifest it, like Brian was saying earlier. Anybody can manifest something. Um, It's it's interesting because I've been in... Well, first of all, when I go to location, especially if it's new, I don't like to know what's going on in that location. Yeah, I want to mm-hmm. figure it out myself. Clean sleep. Yeah, yep. that's first things first. That that's something I always do. Um, I find it interesting. I'll give an example. Uh, the streaming tunnel that I like to go to. There mm-hmm. are a crapload of stories on how this girl died in this tunnel. I went one night and I captured some evidence that kind of really told the story of of what really happened to this girl. Because that was one of the stories, but there were so many other stories that came along came along with it. And it's interesting because right across from the streaming tunnel, there's a there's a house and somebody lives there. Mm. And like right across, and then like I would honestly I would love that because I'd be at the streaming tunnel every single day, uh just putting up a camera during the day <laughs> or during the night or something like that, see if I capture anything. But we were telling him some of the stories and he goes that's not true. That's not true. 
no, that never happened. I don't know where you got that from. It's like the telephone thing, right? Yep. When somebody sits in a circle, <laughs> they tell one thing, and by the time he gets to the other side, it's changed like 15 different times. Yeah. Um, I truly believe that you can walk into a location if somebody's heard something that's not necessarily true and can walk in there and continually says it over and over again and continually goes back and does it more. I think it's something easily can be manifested, not necessarily that spiritual. That's maybe something in your mind mm -hmm. and your mind is playing possible tricks on you. Your eyes are playing possible tricks on you because that's what you're going in with the intent with. Mm. That you're going to see this little boy mm -hmm. that is apparently there that killed the whole family when in actual fact that never happened. Yeah. Right. So, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting because um, I'll give you an, another example. Uh, White Hill Mansion in New Jersey. Mm -hmm. I've heard a lot of stories about White Hill Mansion. I've also heard that it's one of the most haunted houses in America. And I went there and I would give it a two on a scale of ten, one to ten. Really? You know, and, and then the problem was, here's the other problem, the biggest problem. And I spoke to somebody about this. I think it was today or yesterday. Um, the biggest problem is these tour guides. The tour guides are paid to make these places look a lot more glamorous than they really are. Mm -hmm. And they will make up these stories about this place that are not true at all. Like at White Mill, and listen, hey, listen, the guy at White Hill Mansion is the tour guide. really, really super nice guy. So nothing against him. I know he has a job to do, and that's what he's meant to do. But he told us a story during the tour, and I went, Give like obviously I said it to myself, but I didn't say it to him. I said, "Give me a break, <laughs> give me a break." That happened, and it's stories like that. So these people are leaving, and if they come back, they're going to start asking this stuff or saying saying this stuff. And I think a lot of times these things can be manifested that again are not necessarily spiritual. It's something you're seeing. Because your mind's playing tricks on you or your mm -hmm. eyes are playing tricks on you. Um, but, again, that's just my opinion. So, Right. Mm -hmm. How about you, Sudeb? Yeah, I truly agree. Like, especially, like, if you go, like, all the stories that you hear, if your mind is set to going in and automatically, like, hearing, like, if you hear a little creak in the floor, that's automatically footsteps or... Other yeah. things like that. Um, but I do agree with everybody, definitely. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's Ryan. an interesting, you know what? At the end of the day, it's really, really interesting question. It really is. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. Because we've well, all, we've all had experiences with this, you yeah. know, and, and, uh, it's just, uh, it's, it's, it's crazy that some of the stuff that I see out there, uh, especially yeah. on videos. And you know what really doesn't help? And it's going back to your original question is when you see these thumbnails and they, I never, ever watch a video, never watch a video if it has demon in the thumbnail. Because <laughs> that's just simply clickbait, you yeah. know, and or I was attacked by a demon tonight. Come yeah. on, give me a break. Yeah. 
So we kind of come to the end of part one. Uh, Are you in but, your house, Brian? Sorry? I'm just really quick. Are you inside your house? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's all. We've already been over this. I have like 20. <laughs> we have, I have like 20 spirits here in this place. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so. <laughs> it's just, it's just one. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot in here. So, uh, before we go though, um, Matt has something he wants to share. Mm -hmm. Uh oh. He had an idea oh. at the beginning of the show. Oh, it was a it's it's a hell Thanks, of an Liz. idea. Yeah. So Brian. Uh oh. <laughs> this isn't gonna be about me, is it? Uh yeah. Um so you'll love it. Uh so I've been I've been asking you about something. I know others have too for a long time. And we we mentioned it, we spoke about it a little bit. Um but uh, we're all tired of waiting. <laughs> so I had an idea. And Aaron, oh, this is never, ever good. <laughs> and Aaron's a part of this, too. I talked to him about the idea. Does everybody else know? Nope. No. Okay. Just me and Aaron. Well, now everyone's going to know. So one thing that the Global Ghost Hunt has that a lot of us have is merch. I've been waiting for freaking Parapost merch for a long time. So, so. bring it up, Aaron. <laughs> I created surprise, surprise. a Teespring for Parapost Network with the new logo with merch. You have a bunch of hoodies, you have dog tags, you have a mug, you have... now. Where's this, the rest of it? So it's still in the process. Okay. This is the actual sticker, by the way. Okay. Yeah, it hasn't updated. There are pants as well. There are sweatpants. Let me show they you something. Is yet. it this one? Look at this. I'm going to show you something. Uh oh, here we go. I'm going to show you something. Yeah, see, I'm jealous. You know, I, I thought about that. I have that basis covered as well. You know we where have... I get, do you know where I got that from? I think you do. I think you've told me once or twice. Yeah. My um, my lovely son uh, got that for me for a birthday present um, a few years back. And uh, he got me a black one. He got me a white one. And uh, it was a lovely, it was a lovely gift. And uh, I'm going to tell my son how much I love him. I know he's not watching right now, but yeah, he got me this. So. Well, I'm tired of waiting for you to do it. Oh, so Lord. I did it for you. <laughs> so everybody can go to parapostmerch.com. And I wanted to throw something a little different in for you, Brian. Uh-oh. I don't so like I don't really we all know like we, we all want to cuddle with Brian. Oh my god. But there's there's not enough for him to go around. So we have the parapost pillow. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> what did that I tell you about his reaction? <laughs> yep. What the hell? So <laughs> you guys so, are nuts. So I I did that for you, brother. And I mean, we even have dog tags. Look at this. And ladies, we have pendants. There will be obviously more merch coming. Like I said, there are sweatpants. I'm waiting for it to update. But 
I wanted to do something to give back because let's be honest, um, Brian, you do so much for this field, and we wanted to do something for you. You know what? That's really nice. Thank you. I really appreciate that. I don't know what to say. I hate when you do this stuff. And, you know, like, I just hate it when you do this stuff. But, you know, I'm just curious. On the pillows, though, it just shows half the ghost. So here's the cool thing. So this is the front of the pillow. Yeah. With the new para. And on the back, it has it all. Oh, I see. Okay. So it's oh, wow. It's even got the... It's even got the... Uh, the um, the app store and they, oh, all cool. the designs are the same. They even the shirts and the hoodies, they all have the same thing front and back. Except for that's this, awesome. one. this one. This one, <laughs> this one I wanted to do. This this is a, a fun little one. That's a real cool one. What's the hat look like? So the hat I haven't gotten to that one yet. Oh, okay. Um there I'm waiting. Then there's a reason. Right now they only have like the beanies with a little poop ball on top. Okay. That's what they have right now. Uh, for the holidays, but there is sweatpants. It just has. Oh, enough I love sweatpants. Oh, you love mm-hmm. actually. Can I make a recommendation? Of course, people. If you you're going on an investigation, wear sweatpants. Don't wear jeans with zipper zippers. Yeah. On. By the way, we're gonna have that. <laughs> That's gonna be loaded up too. Just letting you know. Oh, uh, <laughs> so what is it gonna say? Like zippy? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> actually, uh, what did we decide, Aaron? On the front, it was gonna just be pair post logo and on the back it's going to be a big zipper and it says check yep. the fly yep oh my god but this and is- uh, we also had okay. we also had an idea uh you know in the old days uh they have those uh barbecue aprons that looked like you weren't wearing a shirt yeah yep. we we're going to make a shirt that looked like you weren't wearing a shirt and have the pair post logo and have missed the nipple oh god <laughs> <laughs> I'm never and, gonna live this down. No. <laughs> and if you guys are like me and you don't really are too fond of the pullovers, we do have the zipper hoodie as well. Yeah. Uh check cool. out uh Carol's Carol's comment. V neck, you got it. V necks. Yeah. You got it. I'm not I, a big I'm not big on the uh I'm not big on the V neck, but um yeah, V necks are popular with a lot of people. No, you know what, Matt, that's really awesome of you to do and i really really appreciate it i wish i just had the time to sit down and and do all this stuff and i just don't well, so you don't have to you know <laughs> but thank you very much that's really really cool there you go the haunted experiences of sparky and if nobody knows what sparky is message me after the show and i'll tell you who sparky is raymond we talked about giving the ideas <laughs> i'm gonna get all these messages going who's sparky yep it has something to, to do with Mr. Zippy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, there will be more merch uploaded. Um, I just wanted to get a couple in as a starter. That's cool, man. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. I really do. That's really nice of you. No worries. Oh, well, we yeah, appreciate thank you. you. Thank you. To you and Aaron and whoever else was helping. Uh, I think it was just us. I think I ran the idea. I ran a idea or by uh, Raymond. I'm yeah. in this one. So once you're done that, once you're done that, what I can do is give me the link and I will put it on Parapost Network, the app. Well, that's the beautiful thing. It's just yeah. parapostmerch.com. I already bought the domain. <laughs> you should tell us now about Sparky. 
<laughs> I think a way to end the show. Yeah. It is NC, right? NC-17? Yeah, let me put that back up real quick. (laughs) (laughs) All right, there we go. Oh, God. Let me just put it this way. Sparky is that. Little Brian. (laughs) Little Brian. (laughs) (laughs) Suzette doesn't seem impressed at all. (laughs) She doesn't seem impressed at all. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was expecting Sparky to be something else. Actually, no, no Sparky. His, his actual full name is Mr. Sparky Wiggly. If anybody really wants to know, <laughs> I'm gonna write that down. Yeah, I can just see Donna going. What so, the fuck did I just join in? <laughs> so why is it called Sparky? Oh god. It's so shocking. <laughs> it's so shocking. That's good. I like Is there that. a story behind it? Is there a story behind it? Sparky. Oh my god. Sparky, I would think would be like fireworks would be sparky. <laughs> I was thinking more electric fence, but I mean Mr. It's Mr. to people I don't like, and it's Sparky <laughs> Wiggly to people I do. So, you know. (laughs) Look at her face. Let me pick up your mouth, Suzanne. (laughs) But, uh, no, um, I don't know where it started. It started out with uh, um, when I was, I think I was, I don't know, 15 or 16. And somebody said, you should call it Chucky. And I go, no, that does not really work. So <laughs> I don't know where to be to all kidding aside. I have no idea where it started. It just did. And, but then the Mr. Wiggly came out and it just, it's just fit. <laughs> no pun intended. It fit like it love. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Matt's turning red. Yeah, that's funny. I think Donna's the turning on... red. I don't think Matt is. I think Donna is. I'm just being overflown Donna with ideas. Would. Don is going red. That, you know what? That's too much information. I, I guarantee <laughs> I'm never ever gonna live this down. Now everybody knows. Sparky. Yeah, Sparky. Just call me Sparky. No. Ooh, there's okay. There's some more merch ideas. <laughs> Just Mr. Call me Wiggly. Sparky. You're gonna have like 400 shirts by the end of this episode. This is gonna be great. <laughs> there's gonna be a lot of shirts, a lot of people wearing something. It's called Mr. Sparky Wiggly. People oh, are gonna God. go, What is that? Mm-hmm. Ah, That's a great conversation. We need to go to Parapose Network Central. See, <laughs> no hey, Matt, how about this one? How about this one, Matt? A question shirt. Would you like to wiggle the wiggly? Oh, oh Lord. <laughs> oh. I love it. <laughs> Talk to Mr. Wiggly. <laughs> On the back. Yes. <laughs> now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You want the word Wiggly on the back? Yeah, That I after I said that, I rethought about that. <laughs> you know what? Trust just, me, somebody couldn't give you a Wiggly good. up the back. You know what? I'll just put Mr. Wiggly on the front and on the back a big worm with a little oh. name tag. <laughs> so, Donna, I mean, you I sure you see, still want to join I the conversation? That would I mean, be I could see Chunky. I could see, this. well, I could see Chunky, but how chunky. Wiggly? <laughs> <laughs> like, how is that possible, Wiggly? 
Oh, now, God. let's not forget, I was a 15-year-old boy going through puberty, and, you know, it was, mm. yeah, it had its own mind. <laughs> Aaron, we're only doing this once a month? <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to have to kick at it least, up a couple At times. least you weren't called Droopy. <laughs> Jesus, that's funny. You know, I'm never, ever going to live this down. And, you know, it's funny because of the fact that Pete, still people like Raymond and uh, nerd witch, they always call. Oh, look, it's Mr. Zippy. <laughs> now, do you guys know the story behind that? Before no we go, Matt and I think Aaron knows, but do you know the story on why they're saying zipper and stuff like that? Do and you know the story? The it is a true story. I mean, they're um, always the best one. True story. Well, you know what? Um, uh, I don't know why this happens, but it does. <laughs> Every single investigation that I go on, my zipper always comes down. <laughs> Hence the sweatpants. <laughs> Hence the sweatpants, yes. Every single investigation. If you watch any of my videos on YouTube, and I'm not encouraging people to go look for it, <laughs> but if you watch, sometimes you will see it. There is a there is oh. a video. I will say that it has a clear shot of it. I will say that. What was that? They cut out there, Matt? I said there is video proof, and there's a really clear shot of one. Yes. So I was, at, I was at a, an investigation. It was an abandoned sawmill, and the camera guy was some reason, for some reason, he was filming my lower half. And as I don't know why, but I was walking this way, and you can see <laughs> the lower half from my waist down. I think he was trying to get our footsteps to get like kind of like a B shot for the intro. Obviously, that wasn't going in the intro. So um, <laughs> the reason I left it in the video was because we captured a class A EVP that said Patty. Hi, Patty. And Patty was the medium that was there with us. Mm hmm. So I had to leave it in. But the problem was, <laughs> you saw what you saw. <laughs> so we're back to Mr. Chunky. <laughs> <sighs> well, yeah, it's one of those moments where I'm going to look back at that video and laugh. But at the same time, the evidence was really, really good. Like it was a good capture, and I had to leave it in. Um, right. Yeah. So Brian had an interesting time investigating with me. I did, and you know the funny thing is, uh, he had made comments before about me being Canadian, and when I when I'm going through the video of Bobby Mackey's because that's going to be coming out soon, uh, mm -hmm. I'm going to leave in the part where he said, "Forgive Brian, he's Canadian." Um, <laughs> Which is really, really super funny. And that was a great investigation on Bobby Mackey's. But yeah, that video is going to be coming out soon. So, yeah. And I got a, and just a, since we're talking about this, I got a trailer coming out in the next few days as well. So, yeah. All right. Well, what's wrong with Canadians? I mean, Matt, you want, you got this one? That's what I'm for. That's what my Sorry, mom no, I, it's all you. <laughs> that's where my mom's from that's where we they Super. came from over I the like border what carol said i like what carol said there what's she saying
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Suzanne that's what friend. I was going to say, actually, too. You know what, Suzette? <laughs> you know what, Suzette? By the look of your face, you're, you seem quite confused and perplexed um, and uh, wondering what's going on here, but. Uh, <laughs> it's all fun. It's all fun. It's it's fun. It's oh fun. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. It's all fun. If you guys yeah. don't know me by well, I'll just I'm I'm one of oh, the guys. I, know. I just I know. Put, it you know put it all it's, out it's, there. Put it all out there. You know, it's kind of funny. It's 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 when people first hear it, it's it's a little bit shocking, to be honest, mm -hmm. on why that happens. Why does that happen? I have no idea. Donna, do uh -huh. you have an answer? Because I don't think it's spirits. <laughs> Is it spirits what? pulling it down? What's that's going on? What, that's what came to me at first. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's what I came to me. I have mm -hmm. to think about that being a possibility because when uh, I when I was doing Night Watch and we did the Palmer House Hotel, um, I had some guest investigators with us. And Thomas was sitting at the foot of the bed. Neil and I were on the side of the bed. And then our guest investigator was setting up her SLS camera on the other side and she had this look on her face and she, she was like come here and i'm looking at the screen and i go tom you feeling anything and she says no why and it, no lie I, I i gotta get a hold of her see if i can get a copy of it. there is a stick figure performing oral on him yeah but hmm. brian uh brian's saying it's every investigation i know maybe he maybe he got that hitchhiker that's always you know like well, I know he has a prankster at his house. Mm -hmm. But this Does is this what I don't understand. Follow this is, you. Yeah, this is what I don't understand. It never happens until I'm on an investigation. That's mm -hmm. what I mean. I mean, does he follow you on this investigation? Because he's a big prankster. And he loves yeah, to but it. why is he going for my fly? Do something else, for God's sakes. <laughs> I don't know. I mean... One trick pony, I guess. I don't know. I could try to make contact and ask, but I mean, really? <laughs> like, I, I would you say... you really want to know why it's interesting no, Brian fly? No. <laughs> no. At the end of the day, if, I would, if it was happening during the day, or if it was just happening every, anywhere else, then I would say, okay, I need new pants. But, you know, like... It happens on every single investigation and never happens anytime else. It's like a trademark. As soon as you said it, <laughs> as soon as you said it, that's exactly what I got. But yeah. I think somebody's going with you, the prankster, because it's every investigation. You're not going to have a prankster at every investigation. No. No. So I somebody that likes messing with you yeah and i would say it's the one that you live with and it just doesn't happen once it happens like two or three times throughout the investigation so every time the camera's near me the first thing i'm doing is checking my fly <laughs> and <I'm> <laughs> <laughs> i'll like, put money that he, he knows you're going on it like i mean they know what you're doing before you do it well, this is the interesting thing because I, I'm on set when I'm filming TV shows. It's never happening. Well, I, here, here's it what never I'm, happens. Here's what I'm envisioning: every this prank that goes. Okay, with well, you, that didn't come off don't. right. That didn't come off right. <laughs> right. You might this want to rephrase that. <laughs> every time you go on an investigation, the spirit goes with you. 
And when you get there, the prancher is like, hey, yelling out all the other goats. You want to see Mr. Chunky? Oh, Lord. <laughs> Mr. Chunky. Back to the Chunky. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know about you, Suzette, but that's what I get. See, now that's an interesting comment, like what Carol just said. You don't pay attention to him at home, so you'll get your attention on an investigation. There you go. That is a mm -hmm. very, very interesting comment, Carol. <laughs> you don't pay attention. It's like, okay, you're all here. I know you're all I here. Have, thank you, Bill. I appreciate it. <laughs> you know, like you said, you know there's how many there. And it's like you live every day and ignore it, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I always pick up that woman. Always. Um. Yeah, there is a nasty woman in here. Yeah, I don't like the feeling I get off of her. That was the yeah. one that. But this, but the prankster, I would put money that he follows you because every investigation, you're not going to get a prankster. And I, I bet you it's. I'll now, you know what would be really weird? You. you know what would be really weird? I'm walking along an investigation and all of a sudden my track pants fall down. Oh God! Oh, yeah. Don't give him any ideas. <laughs> Feed him yeah, ideas, right? Well, uh, then we see the Canadian bacon. <laughs> wow! Wow! <laughs> wow! That was unexpected, Suzanne. I didn't expect that. <laughs> well, no. let me put it this way: Canadian bacon is really good. No oh, shit! I never tried it. <laughs> I, I, see, I gotta stop this conversation because my head is way the fuck over here in left field. That's funny, but everybody knows now. That's in the wind. Well, it is in the wind. I mean, you can ask somebody else what gifts, but I'm telling you, I'll put money. That's exactly what's happening because you're not yeah. going to get a prankster every investigation you go traveling and everything else. Yeah. You got Mister in your house traveling with you over there. Yeah, he's a teenager. Because so, it happened in the UK a lot as well. He's going with you everywhere, yeah. Yeah. and That's he's okay. only a teenager. I would say what six, sixteen, seventeen. Hmm. Interesting. This is a teenager, but he loves having fun. Yeah, wow. And look, my expense Nara, apparently. At your expense, exactly, because yeah, exactly. you ignore him. Yeah. So, anyways, this has been great, Aaron. Thank you for inviting me. No yeah. problem. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, I know happened? you and Matt have a show you guys got to get ready for. Um, yeah. So, before we all split, any last shout outs you want to do for your page or your event, uh, location for people to check out, uh, start with Suzette and we'll just go right down the line. Suzette. All right. So I have, I have um, paranormal happy hour that happens every other Wednesday. I believe the next one is December sixth. Um, so you can find me there on Facebook. I'm on YouTube underneath Central Mass Paranormal Society, and you know that's where I'm at. All right, Brian. Um. What do I want to shout out? Um, we got a show right after this, the GGH Live. So you definitely want to tune into that. Uh, we do have the date set for next year for the Global Ghost Hunt. That's May or April 25th to May 5th and October 17th to the 27th. 
the site the site um we're going to be talking about the site after uh this show so um yeah and through the lens this sunday with uh victor uh the don vic show for this sunday at four and now i will let people know it's at 4 30 not 4 p.m it's at 4 30 okay. eastern this weekend so okay. that's it and Parapost Network Central. Oh, let me say one more thing. Parapost Network Central. Um, We got a new show starting tomorrow night. A brand new show that starts tomorrow night. It's going to be, her name is, um, what's the name of the show? It's the Talk Yurish. Talk Yurish, I believe it's called. Something along that. It's about everyday life. It's nothing to do with the paranormal, uh, which is what we want. But. If you know anybody that has a paranormal or like a, a show, a vodcast, it doesn't necessarily have to be paranormal. And if they, if you want to reach out to them and say, listen, there's this page, Parapost Network Central, you can come over to this page and you'll get more, um, you'll get uh, more, more awareness for your show. So come on over to Parapost Network Central and bring your vodcast or podcast and uh, we'll put you up on the page. So uh, you get a lot more people watching your show. And it doesn't have to be paranormal. It can be anything. Right. All right. Uh, Donna. Um, you can find me on Echoes in the Wind. And we have pretty much, we're open with anybody on our podcast. From right. psychics to whoever. Um, and then you can always find me on Grizzlies, I'm on Grizzlies, um, True Crimes Paranormal Team for cold cases. Okay. Hmm. Hey, well, besides Global Ghost Hunt, uh, you can find me, um, at the Paraverse Podcast, um, both on YouTube and Facebook, and also Paranormal Consultant on both, and really any social media. (laughs) Right. As far as um, being on Parapost, I'm on Para. Uh, how you say it again? Yeah, Parapost Network. Parapost yeah, Network that. Central. Yeah, I'm on that one too, right? Yes, yep. we're, we're on that one too. Okay. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, I will put you guys in the back green room for a minute as I close this out. Uh, it's great to have you guys on, and I am definitely looking forward to having you guys on again for other shows for other topics and such. And don't worry, not all of them will be about your zipper. Um, Thank you. A lot of them. (laughs) So yeah, I will talk to you guys in just a moment. So once again, (laughs) this has been Spectre Radio, and uh, if you like this content, you know, be sure to hit that subscribe, like, share, and uh, check out the merch. Check out everybody's link in the description. I was only able to get one for each one, but they do have other uh, links to other platforms. So show some support and show some love. And as I say, whether you are an investigator, a psychic, um, or just curious about the paranormal, uh, if you ever decide to go out and check things out, you know, be smart, be safe, and be kind to one another because you never know. You're one act of kindness might change somebody's life and as always stay spooky